2: Yeah, like that. What is Definitely. it when we beat Swindon? What does it say? We beat Swindon 4-0. <laughs> 4-0, yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Exactly that,
3: that's right. the video. Um, so <laughs> firstly, uh, welcome to the podcast, uh, episode nine of Seagull Social. Um, I'm your host, Maz, uh, and of course, I'm always joined by Ben and Ryan. How
4: are we doing, chaps? All good. All good, Maz, yourself?
3: Yeah, not bad. Thank you not bad. And of no. course, we are joined by the legend um, that is Caspar Ankergan. Uh, welcome, Caspar. How are you doing? thank you very much i'm all right you're all right fellas yeah good. all good much. M- much much better with you on the pod uh, it makes it, yeah. it makes it much much better when we have a guest on so uh, um <laughs> it's really really fun for us so um now, yeah
5: first of all, let's talk about accessories quickly so i've had to wear a hat today <laughs> because my boss said without a hat i look like kabib for the uh, ufc fighter so i'm having <laughs> to wear a hat and if you're watching on youtube Casper's kindly wearing his uh, headphones that he plays Call of Duty with, just <laughs> yeah. just yeah. for the podcast. So thank you, Casper, again
2: I for ha- that. I had to, yeah. I look even worse than you, that's for sure.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but everything's just t- to
2: get a good sound. <laughs>
3: yeah, thank you very much. I do appreciate it. No, we we do appreciate it. Um, and are you any good at um, Call of Duty, Casper? You, you any
2: good? No, well, not really. I used to play a lot, especially when um, when Peter Brissman was here. Um, we were we were. Like we used to play constantly, we ended up buying a, a TV that we could bring on the bus when we when we went on away games. So we were playing That's Call amazing. of Duty nonstop, and we had it because some of the TVs in the hotel they they didn't have HDMI and all that. So we just made sure we had our own TV so we could play uh, play constantly. So we That's used incredible. to we used to be yeah i used to be all right at it. Now I'm just terrible. I haven't played for a long time, but I'm just getting getting back into it.
5: Which was your who, who, favorite Call of Duty then?
2: I can't remember what it's called, but it was uh, it was one where one of the maps were. So let let's say I I, I came to the club in two thousand and ten. So it, it probably the one that uh, was released in in November two thousand and ten, and the was one that in...
5: Modern Warfare two was that the like the small one with so, yeah. Rust.
2: Um, yeah, Rust was one of them. That's right, yeah. one of the maps. Yeah, brilliant. Cool. And Jungle. Yeah. There was one uh, where the map was called Jungle yeah um, I think so, I think so. one was called grit maybe that was a little bit later but uh i played it for two or three times two or three years in a row and <laughs> amazing but uh i got off it when uh when suddenly you could fly and all that that, that was not true yeah, yeah, no, same yeah it, mate. Y- you
3: agree. had to start you had to start training casper <laughs>
2: yeah, to- <laughs> <No, laughs> <laughs> 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 there were times where we ended up playing to like two or three o'clock in the morning and then peter sometimes was staying with me uh when when our missus were, so, so his missus went back to uh, Czech Republic and mine went back to Denmark. So we had two TVs in the living room, two playstations. We've had each our TV next to each other and was linking them up. It was, it was brilliant. It was the best in, time. That's,
3: that's incredible. incredible. And, and finally on the COD, cause this isn't a COD podcast. If anyone's tuning in, oh. uh, just, 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 <laughs> just, finally, who's the, who's the better player? You or Peter?
2: Uh, it's definitely Peter at the moment. I've just been playing with him, uh, oh, uh the other day oh, and nice. actually did today as well. He's definitely better than me at the
3: moment. Ah, oh, well, well, hopefully with lockdown, well, lockdown, you're going to have a lot of time to play. So you can, so uh, you can, how is, out. how is
5: Peter doing Casper? Cause um, I'm sure the, the Brighton fans want to
3: hear. Uh, no, he's doing well. He's, he's good.
2: He's, uh, doing graphic design now. He's living in, in Czech, oh, wow. Repo- in Czech Republic. Yeah. He's always been very arty. you know, he could, uh, he plays music and, uh, he always did these amazing videos online. Uh, he, I think he put some of them on YouTube where, it took him days where he would move the sofa you, i don't know whether this explains it to people but imagine if you move the sofa a tiny bit take a photo a tiny bit again take a photo and like then people do the with end, Lego. stop stop um, motion yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. and then at the, at the end you got a video of uh, he did one where the living room disappeared and everything was dragged <laughs> out of it it's it's mad that's it um, That's bad. But he's <laughs> Man, good. It's not he's what so I was good. expecting you'd
4: say about President. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. no, he's, laughs> That's cool he's though. He's
2: very arty. He plays music
3: and loves to sing and. multi
2: uh, multi-talented
3: yeah that's amazing well well that sort of takes us on really nicely actually to sort of one of our first questions for you um so um i, I don't know if people have listened to sort of podcasts with you before but uh we, we listened to one of your podcasts that you, you had an interview with and you mentioned that if football didn't work out for you um you would have joined the danish police force now um is it, is it like yeah just run us through what, what, what how did that come about and why? why was that sort of like a choice I don't know it
2: was just uh well obviously when you're a kid you you got your things that you want to do I'm sure some of you would would have dreams or hopes or of, of the future yeah. when when you were younger Many uh, failed obviously-
3: dreams Casper many failed dreams of, fo- of football being a footballer
2: Yeah yeah but I was, I was lucky to be able to to live uh live off my hobby or or go the f- the football route um but if i if i hadn't been a footballer yeah i would have gone uh it would have been either the army or it would have been in in the police uh wow.
3: right.
2: that that would have what, been
3: me uh, and what was it about like being a policeman well, what what did that what attracted you to you know being a policeman if it wasn't football i don't know honestly i, I couldn't tell <laughs> you but it's just uh you know i'm not
2: good at just sitting down doing office stuff for, for too long at a time I, i've always wanted to Go out, be something a little bit physical, uh, uh, and and that was just what I wanted to do. So I always thought that uh, I knew that you had to be. It had to be before twenty twenty eight. I think the rule was you had to apply for the police. So I knew I had until okay. twenty eight to figure out whether the football was working or
3: not. Uh, and luckily, uh, I didn't have to go down that, that route, to be fair. Yeah, fair, yeah. fair play. Uh, and then final thing on, on this, um, out of the Brighton players, past or present, who do you think would have made the best police officer? oh, oh Apart from p- myself, obviously. Yeah, no, uh,
2: <laughs> that would have been like, an I could see like a Adam Milap or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that?
3: because nobody well, would what, be what missing with him. Yeah, Kuypers, no, you, true. I never played
2: with him, though um but no he yeah Adam he would have been one where you you wouldn't be missing <laughs> with him would you no,
3: no <laughs> yeah right. yeah just straight <laughs> up straight up
5: and uh sticking on the topics of jobs uh, was it true that you used to work in a pizzeria as well
2: yeah so when I um obviously uh in Denmark I wasn't full-time until I was about 20. so I uh I had jobs I, I used to work in a after-school club uh I used to work in a pizzeria well I, I didn't didn't make the pizzas I have to say but I did like I was like, going to so. say did the goalkeeping
5: coach not tell you like I better hand-eye coordination <laughs> no. you are making the pizzas <laughs> the
2: pizza, yeah. No no I I just I delivered pizzas as well on my on my scooter um the pizzas would have been so cold when they're like it's freezing <laughs> in denmark and at the time you really didn't sad. have any any of the heat boxes or anything like that so the pizzas would just have been frozen
4: oh nightmare yeah. Unbelievable. wait so um, on, on that subject of jobs then casper how did you get into being like a goalkeeper was it always football or was um you know were you always thinking to be a footballer and a goalkeeper at that
2: yeah no that was obviously my dream but when I was young I used to play outfield so uh, I played in defense yeah. I played midfield um, then uh, by chance I got stuck in goal probably because of my size a little bit um, and that worked out alright then <laughs> uh, then the club not too far down the road uh, from where I used to live uh, called KU that's that's a difficult one for you guys but they were in this <laughs> in like the championship in Denmark um, they they uh, they wanted to, to at the time you wouldn't call it signing because I was I was that young and you you wouldn't get a contract or anything like that. But they wanted to to get me to come and play for them, so I did that. And uh, then later on, I got a contract earning at, like we're talking nothing, but it was just really cool to be able to say that that you were contracted, hmm. that you had a contract, and you were getting paid to play football. Um, And then later on, yeah, then I got my debut for the first team when I was quite young. Uh, got sent off in the second game uh, for the club
4: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> how'd you get
2: sent off
3: <laughs> what yeah what for
2: it's it's not one of my proudest moments but um <laughs> so obviously I'm, I'm quite young and you know wanted to show what i can do and, and all this and that uh, i did quite well in my debut uh but the second game we were playing away to a, a, a club in copenhagen and early on in the game a guy he slides into me like starts first and hits me straight in the chest and without thinking, so you're, like, you're
3: thinking, I'm not having this. Yeah, exactly. So
2: <laughs> I tried, I went for him, and and obviously, <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, straight And then obviously, well, do you, you punch him or just attack it? Or did I just, didn't uh, hit
2: him, but I uh, the the.
3: Yeah, I, I tried, I, I must admit, I
2: tried to try to go up from, onto the crossbar, done like a frog splash. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I didn't do that. It wasn't that bad, but no, I did stuff I, I shouldn't be doing. And, and that's sometimes what happens when you're, when you're young. And, and I learned my lesson mm. uh, straight red mm. and uh, that was it.
4: Yeah. And obviously taking you to, you know, Brighton in league one, what was that like for you, that move?
2: Yeah, but um, Gus, Gus tried to sign me early on in, in that season uh, sorry, in that, in that window, uh, it was just at my end, I was coming to my end of my contract in Leeds. I kind of knew that I wouldn't get a new deal. Mm. Uh, so Gus tried to, to get me. And, uh, at the time I thought uh, I had quite a good season with Leeds. It was the year we, uh, we beat Man United and, uh, played, I had some good games against Tottenham over two legs. We drew at, at White Hart Lane and, um, so I thought, no, I'll just wait and see. I'm just gonna wait and see what what's gonna happen. Uh, mm. But the offers I had, I went to I went to Turkey to train with a club. I went to uh, to Greece to look at a club. Uh, and the offers that I was getting weren't probably what what I really expected. So I think Peter he broke his wrist, and and Gus phoned me up again. I was in Turkey at the time. Playing well, too much Call of Duty, was he?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could have been it. There. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> No, he called me up and said, "Come on, Casper, let's let's uh, let's get this sorted now." And and p- happily, like I'm so happy that uh, I, I must admit, I, re- I remember lying in bed and I said to my to my partner, I said, after I turned Brighton down, I knew they signed Michael Pope as well. Uh, yeah. I said, I think we made a mistake here. Yeah, we should have gone to Brighton, <laughs> yeah. uh, but that was that was too late at the time. But luckily, I got another chance.
4: And obviously, you've been at the club now for what ten years. Um, it's just been incredible yeah. to see how far the clubs come. Like, how has that been for you? Obviously, playing at a university campus in the Withdean, and then all of a sudden you're playing at the Amex, world class <laughs> facilities. Like, what was that like? Seeing the Amex for the first time?
2: Um, see, the thing is, I only got happy memories about the Withdean. I actually live like 200 meters from the Withdean now. Oh, uh, wow. I used to love yeah. love playing there because we had a really good season. But obviously Amex is, is a, was a proper stadium uh, and it's just mm-hmm. gotten stronger and stronger. Hasn't it got to keep yeah. expanding it. And you don't uh, have to worry
3: about it collapsing on you or anything like that. Yeah. No, <laughs>
2: no, true. no, it's,
3: it's a great place, isn't it? Uh, and,
2: yeah. and to see the club go from the 15 days and from the training facilities we had up at the, at the university ground is, uh, it's, it's crazy to think about. Mm.
3: Yeah no definitely like it's it's crazy to uh, you know as is yourself saying that you know going from that, that such a small stadium it all been you know a bit up in the air um obviously with ground shared as well before your i think before your time yeah. so yeah if, as as a club we, we've come a long long way mm-hmm. and it's it must be incredible for you to see sort of the growth of the club um but just quickly going back to you mentioned leeds um you know your, your time at leeds obviously I'm quite interested to know because let's be real, let's be you know everyone, let's be honest here. Leeds are Leeds are a bigger club uh, than us, and they know they got big at the time, especially when you moved. They must have had a big infrastructure, you know, massive stadium, massive fan base. What was the difference between you know going from Leeds um, to Brighton at that time? Was it? Did you feel like it was a bit of a step down, or you know, Um, what was your thoughts?
2: Obviously, yeah, as as you say, Leeds is, is is a massive club in in england mm-hmm. uh and the fan base you know we we in league one we had about we could have we played a i think a local derby against huddersfield i think we had thirty thousand. so obviously crazy, it's a yeah. it's a it's a big change to go to to the 15 where we just <laughs> like three 8, four thousand yeah but maybe that, that was yeah. max no yeah, yeah yeah, um but you know what i i came to brighton because i wanted to come so you know, there was, there was, as I said, there was other offers, but I knew Gus, I knew what Gus wanted. I knew his plans. Uh, I really liked Gus. Um, I knew Bryden had a good squad at the time, so I thought we got a good chance of going up. Uh,
4: Every player I've spoke to since that sort of era has just said how amazing Gus was for them as a, as a player and how much he like yeah. sort of impacted their career. It's just mad. Every single player I've spoke to has said the exact same thing.
2: Yeah, no, it, it's the the type of football he wanted to play. The the type of guy he is, uh, he's he's a he's a he's a good guy in in many ways. Uh, he's got the, he's got a bad temper at times when uh, <laughs> when things are not going well. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know that's that's the way he is. Uh, yeah. I, I thought, if, even though the, the university ground, you get even though I came from um, the lead training ground where. That is similar obviously not as good as what we got now but it was a great great facilities but you just get on with it um mm, yeah. like there's no point moaning or complaining because it was it was great in the way with the players we had at brighton at the at the time there was it was brilliant like uh we had into this is weird as well like two separate dressing rooms where you know but it was good crack everybody got on uh mm. the people there were, were good people so you just get on with it and it was fine I had we had a great season yeah were you no, attracted definitely.
5: to having to use your feet a lot more as a goalkeeper is that something you experienced in previous clubs you were at
2: uh yeah back in Denmark uh with Brunby we it was all it was position-based football not as mad as it was with Goss, but <laughs> not as <but> strict <laughs> no no but uh Leeds no chance uh, everything was very direct, especially Jermaine Beckford. Yeah. We had the Tresa Candle or, or Jermaine Beckford or, um, or what's the Argentinian boy we had up front as well. Oh, who uh, ended up. Oh, Beckio. Yeah. Beckio as well. Oh, he, he was good, yeah.
5: Yeah. a legend. He was yeah, good. Good, yeah. good player.
2: Um, mm. I remember early on we had Dennis Wise as manager and, um, in training we we're doing this, it was just a tactical uh, training. Basically it was 11 v 11. And I passed it to one of the... centre. No, let me tell you before this. So before my debut (laughs) up, the first game was Crystal Palace at home. And Mm. then he took me up in the office and said, do not give the ball to the centre-backs under any circumstances. It's going long. (laughs) I went, all right, yeah, no problem. So anyway, (laughs) played Palace and all that. Didn't give it to the centre-backs. Training Mm. later on. And uh, so this tactical 11 v 11, I I passed the ball to one of the centre-backs, completely on a post. There's nobody even close to him. And Dennis just blows his whistle and goes, What the fuck are you doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> 10
2: press ups now. No. Oh, really? Wow. wow. What, what, what's wrong? What, what, what I've done? He said, You pass the ball to the centre backs. You're not allowed to do that. Like, All right. Yeah. Go down to 10, ten <laughs> press
3: mad. ups. And then out of interest, who, who were the centre backs? Out of interest?
2: Um, mostly it was Rui Marquez uh, yeah. and Matt Heath. It was okay. at the
3: time. Maybe it was down to them rather than. It was, yeah. Maybe you weren't the problem. It was them that was the yeah, problem. Yeah,
2: <laughs> no, they they were not. They were not really. Uh, and I don't think I uh, disrespect them by saying they were not ball playing centre backs. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Rui marquez he he was, but I think Matt Heath, he knew that he was a good he was a good defender. Like he would win everything in the air and all that, but he he wouldn't uh, bring the ball forward into midfield and uh, do a one two and. Uh, like it yeah. is that was not his game.
3: Yeah. I think I it that, might be
5: that, down to Dennis Wise, wasn't he, at Wimbledon back in the day and he yeah, I think yeah, they were really true.
2: strict on long balls yeah. and
5: being aggressive and not doing that to centre back. So I think that, yeah, really that paid a bit. That was just part. the way
2: we played and um it was fine. We had a really good year, but Dennis left obviously. He ended up going to Newcastle as a I don't know, sporting director or something like that. Uh then I Goss so, yeah. Goss left, we lost him uh short space of time as well. He went to Tottenham to be assistant manager. Uh, so there's a lot of changes, a lot of new managers at leads. Like, um, it was difficult to really figure out how we were going to play.
4: Speaking of change, would you say that the goalkeeping position has changed a lot in the last 10 years or so? Would you say that that's something that's, that's really changed or? or, Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 That is because now as a keeper, you almost have to be as good as a, as an outfielder with your feet, you have Mm -hmm. to be two footed, uh, and on top of that, you have to be able to use your hands. Yeah. So the the role of a goalkeeper has has evolved massively.
4: Hmm. Do you think you can do it d- now? <laughs> yeah, that was going
2: to be my question.
4: <laughs> Sorry,
2: man. No, Matt's I probably. Right. Um, uh, well, I could if if I was fit and and uh, and. <laughs> like, Wasn't playing 40, Call but, of Duty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm 41 now. Put on a a couple of kilos you know my knees a little bit sore and dodgy Uh I, I wouldn't fancy it you know like but to be fair the other day in training ben uh, i went in goal and ben here the other goalie coach ben roberts he was just uh hitting a few volleys at me and uh and i thought oh this feels quite nice you know like yeah. it was like being back and i thought oh yeah I, actually, I really it brought it all back and i thought oh i would like to play again a little bit but hmm. I probably I couldn't do it now, not not in my age, and I wouldn't want to do it. To be honest with you,
4: that's something that the, yeah. me and uh, Maz and Ben were all discussing, wasn't it, about Ben Roberts? Like, can we have like a bit of insight on him because apparently he's just been like unbelievable. And you, I think you said in your own thing that he was one of the best goalkeeper trainers you have ever worked with, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, that's, yeah, Ben, he's 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 top top draw. You do like, he's by far the best goalkeeping coach I've had. Uh, and I worked with him probably. How long did I have Ben for before I retired? Maybe four years, three, four years, something like that. Um, so Ben, he's worked with uh If you go through the keepers that he's brought through when he was at Charlton and then when he was at well, and that the keepers that he's worked with, a lot of them are playing in the Premier League or, or playing abroad. Uh, Pope, uh, who's uh, who's at the, in Burnley now. Ben he he took him uh, from non-league and uh, so so Ben's worked with a lot of the keepers that are now playing in the Premier League. Uh, Wow! uh, So he's 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 done he's done really well. Hmm.
3: Yeah, no, it's 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 crazy to sort of get in insight because yeah, as fans we don't always get to see you know the 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 goalkeeping coaches. We only see, for example, you know. Brian Potter. Um, and, and that's, yeah. again, quite limited uh, to what we see. So it's, it's really good to get, get your insight on that. And um, just uh, sort of on, on that subject, uh, then I've got, you know, goalkeepers and stuff. Um, Of course, recently, I don't know if you, well, I'm sure you've seen, uh, but like, for example, uh, Jordan Pickford's been under a lot of pressure, etc. Uh, you know, a lot of goalkeepers getting called out for their mistakes and stuff. So yep. are, are you happy uh, that you weren't around during social media? um you know during your career or or do you, sort of, do you, do you well to that? be yeah you know, social media
2: came out that at, at, don't forget I, I retired in 2017 didn't i mm. uh, oh of course of course yeah, yeah. Was, so yeah. social media yeah, came yeah. out and, and i must admit if i was playing today i would definitely not be in social media yeah. because i don't think it could handle it I i wouldn't mm. be able to handle all the like say you made a mistake or and all the grief you're going to get mm-hmm. from people mm-hmm.
3: hammering you like I uh, just uh, I wouldn't be for me yeah it, it, is that easier said than done though just because of now now especially you know growing up and you know just like if you look at let's say the players of let's say ranging from 17 upwards to even 27 28 they've obviously grown up in the social media world um do you think it's like it's a hard thing to sort of stay away from or not be involved in at all <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know, that's, that's that's true. You're absolutely right. But um, then there's obviously other ways you can do it. You can have a private account and, and just have yeah. family, friends, and, and so on. So you don't have to deal with the – but I can see why some – it's great when people as well go, going, oh, you were great today, or you played well, yeah, or sure. some of the younger kids yeah. who's at Chelsea, Arsenal, Man United, they got, uh, let's say, 200,000 followers, and, and there's something yeah. flattering in that. Uh, you know post it's like an ego thing of, isn't it <laughs> yeah. a little bit it boosts it? your ego you know yeah. when you put on car and you've all your clothes and all this and yeah. that but like my my advice would be you know stay stay far away from it uh because <laughs> it could come yeah. back and, and and hurt you a lot it's
5: true yeah well there have been a lot of um brighton fans <clears throat> very vocal about the goalkeeping situation at brighton at the moment um especially after robert sanchez was given his well his premier league debut wasn't he against spurs so we've got christian walton that's come back from a number of loan spells and like i said yep. sanchez has had his start against tottenham done very well matty ryan lost his place now he's got his place back so what's the competition like at brighton there's a lot of decent it, keepers there isn't there
2: no we we got four excellent senior keepers don't forget we got the uh, like as you said rob, rob oh, okay. yeah, Sanchez Steele as well yes yeah, J- yeah. jason Steele. but um Rob Sanchez has has been at the club since uh, he was sixteen. He's a big, big, talented boy. He's got a bright future ahead of him. Matt has done incredibly well. Not missed a game for three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time he's missed games is when he's been away with Australia. Uh, Steely has has improved massively uh, the in the in the time that he's been here, uh, and he's is excellent for the group. He's you could see when he played in the in the cup games. He's done really, really well as well. Uh, and then you've got Christian Walton, who's been out on loan for... Yeah, he's been out on loan for, what is it, almost four years, three, four years now in a row? Yeah. And played uh, well like over a 100. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, no, does. It <laughs> he's I remember signing of...
5: him from Plymouth, and then he's just been here, there, and everywhere. For the past. Yeah, I
2: remember yeah. when Christian first came on trial, uh, or when we signed him, he, he came and trained with us. So he was only a, a young kid at the time. That yeah. was up in uh, at the university ground. But, no, Chris, he's done really well with the loan spells. Um uh, what is Christian now, he's just turned twenty five, I believe. Uh Rob twenty-three and you got Matt who's a little bit older and Steely's Steely's the oldest at, at thirty. Um but we got four more than capable uh keepers that, that can all play.
4: Gotta ask the question, haven't we? Who do you think should be in that starting position like, though? <laughs> and and plus on that, to be honest what was the decision behind the sanchez Sanchez decision because obviously all of us are expecting you know either matty ryan starting and if not probably still because of how well he's done i mean yeah no
2: it was um, that's obviously the manager's choice and mm. and um he wanted to to give give rob the chance against uh tottenham and thought he was, he was he could help the team out in in that game and and he did he did very well mm. uh match back in the make it, sorry Matt's back in the <laughs> team and and that's um that's because he's the, he's the best keeper we got at at the moment and um don't forget matt is incredible consistent and's been yeah. been doing it for season It's, as i said three and a half years that he's yeah. not not missed yeah. a game for the club very rarely makes mistakes uh very calm composed uh, He's uh, and he's he's Australian captain, so Matt's a very very good keeper, and he's the best one uh, at the minute. It's
3: and and ju- 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 just just on that, um, so you mentioned obviously Graham Potter's, you know, he he's the guy who makes that final decision. How much? impact or how much does your uh, opinion you know for example mm. do you go do you go to um, to graham potter one week and be like look i think you know um you know, he's, he's been doing really really well in training wherever it might be you know give him a chance or like how much impact do you have
2: no that's that's not for me obviously if he comes and asks for my opinion i'll give him my opinion but that would be between the coaching staff uh, and and then i mean ben uh, so my job is to assist ben i'm ben's assistant on the pitch uh yeah so that that will be for them to decide uh i, I won't go in and, and try and uh if i ask for my opinion i'll give you my opinion besides that I, I,
3: yeah. that's not that's not for me you don't go into the change room and but like, oh, i want this guy starting today. no no, <laughs> no i got absolutely nothing to say about that no, do, do you enough. enjoy
4: being yeah. a coach then casper is it have you enjoyed that obviously you've played like all over the place and you've been in goal for a number of years now different clubs is that like something you always wanted to do be a coach
2: yeah there was uh, at the back end of my career when I ended up being third choice um I uh, I thought yeah no this is the route I want to go down I want to yeah. go into coaching and start doing my coaching badges um and so I already prepared a little bit before I I finished and and luckily and I'm really grateful that the club offered me the the role they offered me nice so yeah it's and always that- something
3: yeah. yeah. And, and on that as well, um, it's fair to say throughout your career, you've, you know, you've been in every pretty much sort of goalkeeping position. So, you know, first, first choice, second choice, um, third choice, etc. you've, you know, been in, um, all those different positions. Yeah. Um, do you think that gives you a um, much more sort of knowledge and like be able to pass that on to goalkeepers, do you think that's, that's had an impact?
2: Um, I think it gives me, uh, a chance of, of understanding what they're going through emotionally, uh, mm-hmm. and, and to, so I can put myself in their place in a way, uh, yeah. which which probably helps sometimes. So I, I know what they are going through. Like if they are if they are upset or, or angry or disappointed, uh, I think that's important mm-hmm. sometimes. Uh, it, one thing is when you haven't experienced something, you can say, "Yeah, maybe I, I understand how you feel," but I don't think you understand it until you tried something yourself. Yeah, uh, no, so definitely. that so that's 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 important uh, to be able to. Uh, to be able to feel what they, what they, what they are feeling at the, at the, time. No,
4: it's definitely a tough, it. tough reality, isn't it, of a goalkeeper? Like, do you have to sort of prepare yourself to know that if you're a number two and the number one is almost guaranteed a start every week unless he gets injured or makes a few mistakes in a row? Is that yeah. something that you sort of prepare yourself as, like, as a goalie? I'm not saying you've always been a number two, but is that what you have to prepare yourself when you, when you do get to that time?
2: Uh, second choice keeper is, is is quite tough in 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 many ways yeah. because uh you know you you're not gonna play you're sitting on the bench but then mm. again you have to be ready in case the keeper gets injured mm. which is very rarely and um it, it's a weird role i never i didn't i really honestly a lot of people say i don't understand uh, don't i don't enjoy sitting on the bench but i i, I hated it because uh, i felt more nervous sitting on the bench it's the unknown <laughs> I was yeah. never relaxed on the bench. Because um, you can't
3: impact the game, right? Like, can't, you, you can't, can't do anything. You're helpless.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I sometimes ended up sitting there screaming on the bench and, you know, <laughs> I, I warmed up quite a lot just, just to do something. And yeah, I was quite, I was quite nervous when sitting on the bench. I, I, I hated it.
3: That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy that you're more nervous on the bench than you are <laughs> starting, which is, yeah. which is, which
2: is a bad. third choice keeper is, is different. Then that's when you can start focusing on different things. I started going to the gym a lot more. Uh, yeah. I started doing, as I said, my coaching batches and I started going and watch the, the academy train. I started speaking to the academy goalkeeping coaches and, um, I, I quite, after I got my head around it, I really enjoyed being a third choice keeper. Uh, mm-hmm. first of all, you don't have to travel all the time which is nice because you could spend a bit of time with the family, but also there's, there's different things that you can start focusing on uh, besides being ready for training, obviously. But yeah, I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed being the, the third choice keeper for, for that period. Um, as, but not to begin with, I, I, I thought about quitting football because I couldn't, really? couldn't deal, couldn't deal oh, with wow. it. Yet. That's
4: crazy. I, well, what after was that?
2: So that was about the time when Chris, uh, Chris Huden came in and, Oh, wow. do you know um who did we have uh, before chris we had the uh, sammy hubia sammy uh that he gave christian walden his his debut which uh, was understandable chris was a good prospect and uh he played remember david stockdale got injured and then yeah, he, he played against Wigan, the, tottenham. Wigan, wasn't it, the tottenham? Yeah, no sorry. yeah tottenham was his first game the in the, in the cup All right yeah um and that was after the time. Then that's when I thought, okay. When I ended up being third choice, I thought, you know what, this this is not for me. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I spoke to Andy Beasley, who we had as a uh, goalkeeping coach down here in Brighton, but ended up going with Gus to to Sunderland. I went up to see him, and he said, Casper, the only advice I can give you is that if you quit football now, that you done, then you're not coming mm-hmm. back in. Mm-hmm. I thought, no, he's he's got a point, and yeah, that's point. kind of got my head around it, and
3: yeah, enjoyed it uh, after that. And, and, and mentally, how long did it take you to get your, cause you, you meant, you mentioned a couple of times there, uh, you know, it took you a while to get your head around it. How, how is it like an, is it, is it just like a, I dunno, like a, a year process or is it just, is it everlasting? You know, is um, it, do you, you always know, I, think
2: about like, it was a mixture of things because at the minute, at the time I had problems with my, with my elbow, so I didn't train well. I had pain in my elbow every day I was training. There was something not right. Mm. Uh, so I didn't perform well in training. I felt, I felt slightly embarrassed in training because, uh, I thought I was terrible. Uh, the whole thing, you know, in your head, you got all these little demons talking to you yeah. saying, Oh, you're old. You can't do this. <laughs> you can't do that. Um, yeah. so that it took me a while, but as soon as I get my head around being third choice, uh, I sorted out the elbow, the issue. I just had to get it strapped up every day in training and, um, and I start training and it's training better and better. And, and, I knew that, the uh, the Chris Hewden, he liked me, uh, because my contract was coming to an end as well. So I started thinking about that, thought about, oh, what am I going to do after this year? Um, I kind of found out that Chris wanted to keep me and uh, that helped a lot, just settled me down a little bit in a way.
3: Yeah. Nice. good. And um, so
5: it's fair to say you're a pretty competitive guy. I can't remember if it was off air, you were telling us about playing Call of Duty until 2 or 3 a.m. But also (laughs) on the pitch, of course, you're pretty competitive as you should be as a professional footballer. Um, there's a couple stories that I heard and one, is it right that you <laughs> once refused to let an eight-year-old score a penalty against you at a young seagulls training day? <laughs> I'm
2: sorry, that's is that no, cool? I, it's not, it's not entirely true.
0: No, the thing is obviously
2: I saved the penalty, but I just dived one way and he hit it that way. So I, uh, it oh, wasn't I on purpose as such. Like I, I feel a bit bad about it now, but. <laughs> it was just uh, we had an open training, and we always do this uh, this like penalties with uh, somebody that's been drawn out to do penalties. So, and yeah, I felt a bit bad. Yeah, I saved the 8 well, year olds penalty.
5: Yeah, well, one was one was on purpose, wasn't it? A charity match when you saved three penalties, and how old was one of the kids that was taking that penalty? <laughs>
2: no, yeah, he was a fourteen-year-old boy as well. Yeah, <laughs> but then again, that was a that was a proper game. Eleven v. eleven and uh, yeah, yeah he had to he's do not it. scoring yeah. yeah
5: did someone <laughs> tell fun. you to let it in at all did anyone give you a, come on casper let no, this one in. No, <laughs> two already. What, did the
2: guy afterwards he said that's terrible from you not <laughs> <him. He's> 14 <laughs> years old. Okay.
4: That's,
3: brilliant. Uh, that's incredible <laughs> well i mean yeah it definitely shows your competitive side um but no that, that's incredible I, I i i i rate that a lot casper uh, yes, um, nice. <laughs> i got a, i got a lot of time i was for that. i was the 8 year old by the way casper so <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> That would wasn't. have been Ben, bad. No, yeah, that would have been good.
0: No. And, and
3: talk, <laughs> talking of talking of funny stories, now there is another couple that we want to sort of get some verification on from you because, of course, yeah. we've got. Don't, to verify don't believe
2: the, everything you hear. I have no, to say that. exactly,
3: exactly, exactly, exactly. So we have to verify it with yourself. um So there was apparently a story. Uh, again, this is via Twitter, um so you can't, you know, we know, accurate, be, you know Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it can, it can be definitely not be true. So apparently, so there was a thread basically. So Give you a bit of insight. So there was a thread someone made. It was like what was your weirdest encounter you ever had um with a player? And so there's two threads. There's one for Leeds and there's one for Brighton. Now the first one is Leeds and apparently um you once ran nearly ran someone over in town but you did wave <laughs> and shout sorry after you did it <laughs> <laughs> No I can't remember true? that. I can't see that yeah. like No uh, that was, that, Fake no, news that one. No I'm um, yeah
2: well
5: no, I can't no. remember. That. <laughs> no. I once met you in Churchill Square. Oh, it was really weird. I was i I don't know where I was coming out of. It was on the ground floor and you and Peter Brezavan were both in the little one of the mini booths just in the middle of the uh of the town, just get like sorting out a sky deal. I just remember seeing you
2: two there and I was really young just looking up at you that
5: Oh my god, it's Peter early and Rankin again.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, we probably we'd probably try to to see if we would get a good offer or something. Yeah. I've always had Sky, so I don't know. <laughs> I just tried it on. So. This isn't oh, an ad, though. Just... Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's
4: actually I... something that someone sent in on the, uh, on Talk Seagulls when they put the questions out. And someone came in and said, I'm not." this isn't a question, but I remember following him around Churchill Square car park just for a photo. Apparently, he followed you the whole way around the car park, but didn't want to actually <laughs> ask you for the picture. <laughs> he so, so he never nervous. got a photo? I don't know if he actually got it in the end. He didn't say, but he just said he was so nervous. He was following you around and then right. you nearly
5: hit him with a car <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah hey, oh, that's him yeah no
2: actually it's funny you're saying it i remember being a, a young boy and uh this is obviously back in denmark and and i saw a guy called you wouldn't know him his name is frank Pingel, right and he used to play for brenby so the club that i later played on there he was i was supporting brenby as a kid and uh, we me and me and my cousin we saw him in in this supermarket and we just walked behind him all the way around the supermarket <laughs> <laughs> and I said what uh, and we just stuck the paper out and he signed it so <laughs> I, I, I know what he's going through this kid if yeah, he was yeah. just following me around
4: I did that a few a times bit, to be fair it's
3: a bit creepy Let, let's not let's not lie it's a bit <laughs> it's creepy I mean, it's, it's creepy
4: but it's, <laughs> it's yeah no, you just you don't know what to it's do when you're a young when you're young and you're following a player yeah. around I remember with uh, Liam Bricka I ran into him in uh, I think it was build bear back in like 2011 I was what like 10 and I just ran into him and I was just like do I speak to it? In the uh, end, I got it. No, yeah. It is awkward.
2: No, I, I know exactly what you what you're going through there.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure you've had so many awkward sort of experiences and stuff. What, what what's what's been the most like most awkward experience you've ever had with a fan or anything like it's you know? Uh, that, yeah, any any kind of interaction you've had with a fan that's been just been a bit bonkers? <laughs> no,
2: not really. Not at the not that i can really think of like i'm i think i'm quite approachable like if i can see i kind of know uh like from experience if if i can see somebody's a little bit awkward that like i used to just go oh do you want an autograph just just to get him yeah 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 yeah. uh, so mostly uh, I think it's, it's been all right. Like I haven't had any, any weird stalkers really, but <laughs> okay. well, that I know of. Uh, <laughs> They've just been hiding the really well, Casper. There's <laughs> someone behind you
5: looking through the window, Casper. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's true, man. just have a little look. No, I think it's always been quite all right. I've, I've, I've never seen myself as any, anything special, if you know what I mean? Like I'm a, just a normal guy like anybody else. Um, so no, Very it's, humble, it's always. Kasper. Yeah, Sorry, humble. very humble. Oh yeah, but that's what I always thought. Like, well, wow, one thing is, we just got a special job, and and that's it. There's nothing more to it.
4: True.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. On a bit of a bit more... of
4: bit... Go on. Go
3: on, oh, go on, go on, go on. Go on. No, go I was go-
4: on. I was going to change the subject, so I'll let i let you finish what you were going to say.
3: Oh, okay, okay, cool. Just final final thing on the story. So this is the last one I want to get verified. Now, now apparently this happened in bright once you were in Brighton. Um, apparently, um, <laughs> sorry, I've got to compose myself for this one. Um, so, Casper uh, Anchegan uh, warned me in McDonald's on London Road, Brighton, that there was someone shooting up in the toilet. Oh, that's, true. Ordered, yeah, yeah. Ordered- oh, is true? that's true. Yeah, yeah. This true. This is true. This is incredible. No, I was right, angry. T- right. What, what, yeah. Talk us through it. What, what happened then? <laughs>
2: no, I took, uh, I took my daughter and her friend, uh, they were, they were f- quite young at the time. Uh, we went to McDonald's anyway. I, I think I went in to order some food and, um, and they went upstairs in the t- toilet and, and they came running down and said, oh, there's, there's something going on. There's something weird. Mm. I think that was, anyway, I went up, checked the toilet and this guy just fixing up in the toilet.
5: That's wow. crazy. It's on the road, McDonald's, was it? Because you get yeah, on well, yeah. the road. Oh, yeah. it was. That explains it. I went downstairs.
2: Uh, I said, listen, I said to one of the, the people that worked there, I said, you need to go and sort that out. That's not good enough. Mm. Like, you have having mm. uh, what you call them junkies in the sort of fixing. Like, can't yeah, have that with yeah, yeah. kids are around. Yeah. No, no all, not...
3: all joke, all joking aside, obviously, yeah, it's it's not a good, not a good look. Uh, yeah, no, that's mad. <laughs> but um, just the fact that the story is true itself. No, the story pretty, is yeah. true. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah mind boggling. Well, that, that, well, there you go. I, so well, I knew. So, uh,
2: obviously, uh, I, I hope I didn't offend the, the guy or your friend or whoever. That told oh no, no. This this...
3: Story. No, this is just, this is just on, um, so like I said, that on Twitter, people do like a thread where um, they ask you, what's the strangest or oh, uh, strangest okay, place okay, or okay. situation that you've met someone? And obviously your yeah. name came up in this thread. A few um, times. So, so yeah, a, few, yeah, a <laughs> yeah, couple of times. Yeah. So no, yeah, uh, we just had to verify that. But there you no, go. Oh, absolutely there you go. true. Absolutely true. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Amazing. All right, cool. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. right, really Ryan, cool. Ryan, the floor is yours.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, like going back on a bit more of a serious note, like you mentioned you'd like wanted to be a coach when you turn to third choice is that have you ever wanted to sort of pursue it further and become a manager or is that probably a little bit out of your reach no or is it not no something not you for me no, no got
2: no, absolutely no interest in it to be no. honest with you um
3: <laughs> it's a no from me so too much hell, stress
2: yeah <laughs> no it's just like i must admit Graham potter i've learned incredibly it's amazing what i've learned just from the year and a half that he's been in in charge now, just about the, it's probably knowledge that I already had from, from playing myself and playing in Goss's team and, but, but to see the way he works and the the way he, his tactics and, uh, the whole understanding of, of how we want to create chance and want to build from the back, uh, are now, more than ever sit and look at football games and I, I look at the two sixes how we can get the sixes on the ball or however we want to try and, and 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 go through uh the, the opposition team um so I've learned a lot from him it's been uh it's been a, an eye-opener for me and it's been uh, incredible would you uh, say he's but-
4: a bit of like a something different at the club maybe something you haven't really seen before or
2: yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, the closest I would uh, I would say is is probably Gus, the way he wanted yeah. to play, but it, it wasn't yes. that we didn't go into depth as much as uh, and like maybe he, uh, Graham. He's got more uh, like uh, like I remember with Gos for example, the the first year like we we never really watched too much of the opposition. We just watched the goals they scored. That was that was basically it. And then there was the way that we played. But we go into depth, like we see, we watch training back at times, this clips he will pull out, why are we doing this in training? To transfer that into the game, to a position that we're playing wow. against. Um, it's very in-depth and and uh, it's very clear what he, he wants the players to do.
4: It's really interesting, awesome. isn't it? We haven't really heard much yeah. about Potter like. behind the scenes and what he sort of goes into. So it's quite interesting to, yeah. to hear that.
2: Yeah, he's a very
3: good manager yeah it's interesting so 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 out of out of all I know this is going to be a bit of a, a bit of a sticky one to answer uh, oh, but out, no. of all the, <laughs> out of all the manage, out of all the managers that you've been under so you know even even outside of brighton um, or or worked alongside of who's the best manager you you, you would say or you, your top 3 even
2: well, it's, it's not, it's not that difficult uh, because I think <laughs> okay. if, if every manager's got the, their own strength uh, and mm. I got full respect for, for managers, the way they want to play, we all got our different philosophies. Uh, I had a Michael Laudrup uh, in, in oh, wow. Brinby, who, uh, who was obviously very position based, as I said to you, I wanted to build from okay. the back as well. And, and he was, he was good, really enjoyed him and, and, had john jensen anybody do you remember anybody remember john jensen maybe before your time john he was at Johnson. arsenal for
4: like i recognize uh, that name but i don't know where from
2: yeah he scored for denmark and when denmark won the euros in 92. Oh, right. um so david the manager the manager and manager at the time and and that that was the first uh first time i really experienced uh how but it was not it was not as tactical as that but he obviously threw when he was at Barcelona and, and Ajax and yeah, uh, it was the it le- was difference be- of levels
5: in the game. Yeah.
2: So, he he yeah. was a legend of the game. Yeah. And obviously how, how to, to keep the ball. And we were working a lot on that, but then, then again, Dennis Wise had his own philosophy, the way he wanted to play. And, and you got to respect that in, in, mm. in a way, mm. but uh, Graham Potter is, is definitely, uh, he's up there and probably the, the best manager that, that I've worked on. Oh, it's wow. difficult because now wow. I'm in the coaching coaching side compared to uh you'd be able to, to see a player. higher
4: view though probably wouldn't you be able to see sort of what he's trying to say whereas maybe some of the younger players wouldn't quite get what he's trying to say as much as you would with your experience
2: maybe yeah that that's a fair point um but again chris Euden, what a manager he was for the club and yeah, what he's done absolutely. for the club Yeah. and yeah. it was slightly different the way he he played um mm. I remember when we first had Chris and he said, no, he want the, want us to play forward a lot more than where we were used to maybe playing around the back all the time and keeping the ball where Chris, he wanted to break lines and, 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 and get forward, uh, the first pass that you always had to look forward. Uh, but it's, it's a completely different, uh, style of play and, and you got <laughs> to respect that as well.
3: That's interesting you say that though, because a lot of Brighton fans actually look at Chris Hughton and um, like some of some of his periods of, of time at the club as a bit of a negative manager,
4: like how he yeah, maybe you know sometimes in the Championship he was very attacking. Wasn't oh no! It? Like in, yeah, the, in the Premier League it was definitely. very defensive, but in the in the Championship, like yeah, he's probably one of the best one of the best managers. Championships we've no, ever seen. No. Uh,
3: and do you, do you, do you think Casper? Then do you think in that case, obviously that step up for you know that because he yeah I mean Chris Hughton, like you said, he'd done an incredible job, and we're right. not taking anything away from him at all. But do you think that when he when we made that step up to the Premier League, was it just was it just a case of surviving? You know, making sure we were in that Premier League and then kicking on from there?
2: It, it probably was a little bit, and and mm. but Chris he wanted to to be solid at the back, and and yeah, that was that was the first thing we we had to make sure that we were hard to beat. And again it's a it's a slightly different philosophy. So so the first thing that he would work on was maybe shape from the from the back four. Whereas it's slightly different now. It's more like how can we uh how can we work how can we work the ball through through the opposition that we're playing against and, and how can we score? Mm. Um but but it's 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 such a big difference going from the championship mm. to the Premier yeah. League the of course, quality yeah. opposition is 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 frightening what uh, when you look at the teams that you're playing with the quality they they have going forward and i think chris was uh, a little bit worried about about that so he thought no first of all we need to make sure that we're solid at the back and then uh, then we'll see what what's, what's going to happen mm-hmm. we'll always get a chance or two glenn was obviously a big threat yeah. for us and and fantastic fantastic for True. us in the, B- in before- the two spells
5: before Chris Hilton, we obviously had Sammy Hippier and we had Craig Mikel Smith on the pod last week. We asked yeah. him about Sammy Hippier and Craig said that Sammy was a- ahead of his time. So maybe if he had, maybe if he had started being a manager now and he had the right players, his style of play would have worked in the championship and it would have potentially been successful. Do you agree? Do you think that he was ahead of his time?
2: Uh, no, to, to a degree. Yeah, I, I, I do agree with him. Um I, I think, uh, I, I struggled to understand the system that we that he wanted to play at the time. He said and, it was similar uh, to what Liverpool issue, were trying yeah.
5: to do now. That's what he, he said. It was getting the fullbacks up and using them as as much as they yeah. could.
2: no, that's that's true. But um, I personally, I I struggled a little bit to understand the way he wanted us to play. Maybe that was my understanding of, of of football that wasn't good enough, or or his way of explaining it or passing it on to the players. But i can see what he wanted to do and i've thought about it a lot afterwards uh because mm. i like sammy hubby a lot he was i thought he was a he was a nice man a, a really good guy uh and i was i was gutted for him that it that it didn't work out uh to be honest with you but um for one way or, or another it just it just didn't work yeah, yeah it's probably yeah, that it's,
4: sense of people maybe being a bit lost with it not quite understanding what it was and yeah maybe linking to what yeah. craig said like maybe a bit ahead of his time. I mean, we'll never
3: know, will we? But... but, but I think, I think you make a good point, Ryan It's it's like, I think that got translated to the fans as well. So as fans, Casper, yeah. we, we were a bit confused as to what he was trying to do. So if the players, are, if the players are confused, then you know, what chances have the fans got? Um, yeah. But, so and then, thinking.
2: then we have to, we have to say as well, it takes time mm. to implement yeah, of your yeah. philosophy and the way you wanted to play. Mm. Um, and so was it with, with with Graham? It took a little while for for the players. Yeah. Don't forget, we we come from Chris Juden that was a bit more direct and and a bit more focused on being solid at the back. To suddenly now wanting to be uh, being charged on the pitch, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. And it takes no, time. Very, very, very fair point. And yeah, I, again, sort of uh, as fans, well, we, we're very, we want success straight away, and we want to win. We want to, you know, <laughs> yeah. play amazing football. And these things obviously do take time. bit uh, of so a lost memory, really, really isn't it?
4: that that era, isn't it? To be honest, that season's a bit of a a distant memory now. It's just gone. It, it's happened. It's gone. It's so quick. Yeah, it's mad.
2: Which Watch which season, season are you on about there, <laughs> Ryan?
4: Uh, with Sammy, it's just like. I mean, brushed under the Kasper, carpet, I, I think is the expression. Yeah, I think
3: <laughs> yeah. Maybe,
4: Casper. that's something I could ask you, to be fair. like, Was that season something that you had to get used to as a player? Obviously, we had a, quite a lot of success from when you signed and then we had that dip of finishing, what, 21st yeah. or wherever we finished and then oh, we went we straight were, back up to we, third and then second again. So
2: Yeah, we were close to getting relegated, uh, relegated that, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But not, but not K- the
4: day of the season, I think it was. I
5: think that's when we, it was Millwall lost and then on the tuesday yeah, and yeah. it was the last game of the
2: season we were okay i think yeah no oh, it was a horrible year that uh yeah. really didn't like I, yeah didn't didn't enjoy that at all um and that was the year as well where where i was i went to third choice i, I really didn't like that year at all no i got mm-hmm. nothing good to say about that besides chris came in and, and studied the ship <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. A choppy tip
4: on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: that, thank, thank you, thank you, Chris Hewitt. If you're actually, there's one the thing I can Chris. say,
4: Casper, yes. I think that 2015 year you followed Talk Seagulls, I believe, and I think I think you were one of my first ever followers, and I only had like 200 at the time, and you were one of my first ever followers. It might have even been before oh, that, but I think oh, it was good, that happier yeah. year. So that was actually. Yeah, although. Um, a good for
3: you, a good year for you, Ryan. One, one good yeah. thing to
4: take out of that year. Yeah, I think Casper followed me <laughs> on Instagram, so I'll take it.
3: Oh, good. Um, amazing. Um, so, Casper, um, we, we, we do a feature uh, we, and we'll try and sort of keep it as brief as you can for you because we know we, we're sort of keeping you <laughs> a bit longer than anticipated. But we, we run a feature weekly uh, where we basically get you to create the perfect Brighton player. Now, it can be either players you've played with or players you, you know, um, current players, literally any, any, any era, any sort of time, past or present, it's down to you. Um, so we've got categories, so we'll, we'll give you a category and you've got to give us a player that you think best fits that category. So for example, speed, and then you give us a, you know, the name of who you think is the fastest player you've, you know, you've, you've been with. So, um, yeah. Uh, are you ready? Uh, ready for this one?
2: Yeah, this could take a while. <laughs> I might need we'll, we'll a bit we'll, of help we'll, just to we'll, remind we'll me about yeah, the players.
3: We'll, yeah, no worries. No worries. Okay. So the first category is, um, the best finisher.
2: The best finisher. Okay. So we so, need so to just think about strikers.
3: Help. Yeah. So so just to give you a bit of help. So the last two answers we've had, we've had Bobby Zamora. Yeah. And we've had Leonardo Joao. So that's just the, you know, the kind of, uh, the prowess we're talking about at the moment.
2: Yeah. But when you are saying finisher, this is me. Sorry. Yeah.
3: No, go on, go finish on. from where? Because they
2: the <laughs> Can they score I yeah, no. <laughs> What are we talking guess, from like shot accuracy. outside the box? Is it inside the box? Is it uh, one touch so yeah, finishes?
3: Short, so basically, yeah, the, the, basically shot accuracy. So like who, who, who's the most deadly finisher? Like when you, when they got the ball, like the striker and that, you know, you knew they were going to put it in the back of the net, basically.
2: Oh, it's, it's, it's difficult that
3: because there's so many <laughs> things that I got in my head now.
2: Like I got a Glenn Murray, who's incredible yeah. from six to let's say six to 10 yards. He's yep. deadly he, on his first touch he could just he will score every time he was by far yep. the best the best finisher in there but then again if you move back you wouldn't have glenn outside the box because uh yep. that wouldn't work uh then you got a casenga lua lua who could absolutely smash the ball but mm. that could end up in Set or, <laughs> yeah. uh, in the, tree, or in the trees at the with dean at your house back in the ex- ex- exactly so <laughs> it's a really tricky one uh no that's fair it's uh, the most, but,
3: i'll be honest casper it's the most analytical answer we've had which is yeah. which is very refreshing I, I love to see it um, um it's very it's sort of you've gone into the depths of finishing and everything like that
2: then you got uh, david lopez who was uh very good at free oh, wow. kicks i oh, could yeah, place yeah. the ball uh yeah. then you got the other spanish boy uh vicente, vicente? yeah yeah vicente, vicente. Yeah, vicente. um yeah. See, this is this is a big problem for me. Many... <laughs> to be fair to glenn though, he scored a decent
5: he scored a decent volley from fairly far out against Palace, didn't he? Remember Palace away a couple of seasons ago?
2: I actually think he scored that against scored New outside well. the
4: box against Villa as well. I believe
2: yeah, remember. that was a good striker. Yeah. I remember
4: so, that
3: score that goal. Um, right. Should, should, should we lock in? Should we lock in Murray then? Should we just yeah, go with him? Let's put Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. Let's give it to Glenn. Right, I was gonna say Glenn. Let's give it to Glenn. Right. I think this one. I mean, we, we might take this category out because we've had the same answer <laughs> for the past two weeks. Now it's speed. Um, uh, Are <laughs> <laughs> okay. we thinking of a current player? Yeah. Could no, I, I've got a few. Oh,
4: good. Love, Ke- oh, love, love that. You, you got go kasinga Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh you got the oh I just lost his name now. Will Will, Will buckley uh, Buckley, buckley. Yeah, yeah. Incredibly yeah. fast, but uh that's the problem sometimes when with the fast players, the hamstrings go all the time. Yeah. Um yeah. you got a Wayne Bridge who was quick. Really? Wayne Bridge. That's yeah. an interesting shout. He was he was quick as well. What a player he was. Yeah, another yeah. extra Chelsea um, which one i to think of. <laughs> um what, what what's the answer you've had? Well, we've had yeah three glances. Oh yeah, I forgot him. Casper, yeah. <laughs> how can
3: you? Kasper, how can
4: yeah, I, I was just every thinking about Casper. I know. I no, you can't. He's too enough. quick. He runs past <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't so even fast, see him.
5: Never see him. <laughs> um,
4: let, let me give.
2: Uh, let me put the. Uh, I'll probably put Kasinga down just
3: really? because yes. we have got a new one. Just yeah. because, uh, because just because
4: I played with him. Yeah, fair play yeah it's a competition okay
3: so so next one uh i won't tell you who's been picked until you give us yours uh so we've got football link footballing iq so yeah football link iq yeah
4: i think castle's got to be up there now after listening to him for the last
0: time
2: Like uh, Vicente, like you're talking about yeah. vision as well and about. Yeah.
0: yeah,
3: yeah, let's put, yeah, let's put, let's put vision. That was actually a different category, but let's put it all in one. Um, vision, yeah, vision, sort of football IQ, like how they read the game. That I kind I,
2: of thing. I, can't, I could almost put a Gordon Greer in there as well, because the way he could oh, read really? the game and how good yeah. he was on the ball. Uh, incredible footballer, not very quick. He wouldn't get the speed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He wouldn't win that one, but yeah. a very good football brain. Yeah. Um, nice. But a donkey as well. He's got a great brain as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: Vicente. Uh, any... Uh, what, what's what's been mentioned? So, yeah, Vicente was one. Um, yeah. And also we had in the first week, it was Bruno.
2: Yeah, Bruno's intelligent. Very intelligent as yeah. well. This this yeah. It's difficult this one, boys. It's really difficult. <laughs> what, what, on, Castle, uh, what, what are you
3: going to lock in? What are you going to lock in? There's some great names mentioned, to be honest. Uh...
2: Uh oh, could it be like
4: a a Liam I love, I love, as a six? This. Suspense is killing. What, me. Liam Bridcut. Yeah. <laughs> was, oh yeah, Brickart was fantastic. Yeah, yeah Bridcut
2: yeah. was a good uh, good player reading the game well. Uh not yeah. very big but one every header. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick uh I'll probably stick uh uh, should I put Vic Vicente? Yeah, I'm going to stick Vicente in there. He yeah. needs to go in there just because yeah, of uh, what's up nice.
3: Player. All right. And the next category is leadership or heart.
2: Oh, that's going to be Gordon Greer.
3: That's easy. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Straight away. And what, yeah. what, what was it about Gordon Greer? What, what made him such a good um, leader?
2: His accent. He's not... <laughs> yeah that's well you know a scottish aggressive um, <laughs> yeah. no he was just a leader you know he would lead in everything he was doing on the pitch in the dressing room Um uh, uh would not uh, not scared of of saying what he meant uh telling people off to put drag people with him it didn't <laughs> Just didn't uh, take anything uh, in training. He demanded the highest from everybody around him and, and from himself as well. So, he, he he was a good captain. I had a lot of arguments with him over the time. But, um, <laughs> uh, but no. Never
3: came to blows though, no? No, was, no, just, nothing what, like what, that. More of words. <laughs> no, just words. Nice, nice, nice. Um, Alright, and, and um, just to let you, if you if you want to know, uh, who's been mentioned before, we've had Adam Alabd um, and also yeah. uh, Brian Horton, who's a bit of back in the day um and bruno as well was mentioned as as leaders yeah i can Um, see that i can see that yep um so the next one and the final one is work rate work rate. uh yeah so that could be in training on the pitch could be any any kind of like yeah yeah. who's got an engine on them
2: no work rate should almost be expected shouldn't it like it's here we go yeah uh, who who, sorry no i'm saying work rate is for me is something that you that should should just be there it's it's all oh, right 100 no, yeah it yeah. doesn't cost anything
3: we, we that was actually another answer someone else. Uh, I think it was, it
2: was Andy said Andy yeah he uh, said he said the um, exact
3: same thing he said it should be a given really
2: yeah Now, uh it could be uh a Wayne Bridge just from oh, nice. like bombing up and down on design mm. he was he was he mm. was incredible what a player yeah. um we we didn't mean uh, we didn't mention Matt option he could have actually been a bit of a leader as well uh, at the time oh yeah, yeah. good yeah, player nice. good guy uh work rates great like great Michael
5: smith what about him
2: yeah true yeah no he always yeah. ran he never stopped <laughs> uh, never stopped that, yeah that that's a fair point wasn't there a story of
5: when you I think you played Peterborough and you just kept the ball and he had to chase after you constantly?
2: Oh yeah, felt sorry for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were down to ten men as well, and we were. I think we were three nil up at the time, but he just kept chasing. Oh, I was there?
3: Ball.
2: Yeah. Were we there? Yeah. Yeah. It was
3: incredible. Dave. Incredible. McLean got we... off. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that, that's his ex-partner, is it? Yeah, strike yeah. partner. Mad, mad mad. No, mad. Is that so, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 yeah, he's strike partner. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so, put put Wayne Bridge in there just from bombing up and down that the uh, that left hand side. New like, like training. It, yeah, he was liking. in training right. as well.
3: Was he? Amazing. Yeah. Class. Good guy. All right, brilliant. Well, okay, amazing, some re- re- really new ones. So just, just to summarise then. So um as a finisher you'd have Glenn Murray, um with the speed of Kazenga Loa. Um, with the footballing IQ of Vicente, um, the leadership of Gordon Greer, um, and the work rate of Wayne Bridge.
4: Now, I quite that's, like, that's a, I quite yeah, like yeah, that, that player. That would be some player.
3: A, that'd be, that'd be, we say it every week, Casper, but that would be yeah. um, that's a blonde or That's a Blondor
5: winner. He's got it an accent sure. on the bloke as well. If he's got Kazenga's accent, Vicente's accent, and Greer's accent.
3: All to
2: one. I'm not sure that'll be understandable. <laughs>
3: yeah, amazing. Um, so, Andrew, just quickly, we just do, I want to talk to you with just a couple of sort of current affairs and sort of looking forward to the Aston Villa game, of course, uh, yep. with, with you, Casper, if you don't mind. Um, so, of course, yeah, we have got Aston Villa coming up on the on the weekend, uh, three o'clock kickoff, um, and of course, the big big news is Donkey being back. H- how big of a miss has he been, do you think, in the past three games? Uh, Donkey is our captain, and
2: uh, and obviously. Uh he's a great player, uh, come, uh, he come through, through the Academy system. I played with him for many years. You could see quite early on that, uh, that, that he's a proper player. Uh, he's grown a lot. I think, um, yeah, he's improved a lot in many ways as well. Mm. Um, and yeah, we, we definitely need him in the side, uh, just for size, for his range of passing, um, his intelligence and. He's a good, good, good player and, uh, and for me, uh, a good, good captain for the club. And no, uh, yeah, look, a, go on. Cool.
5: I was going to say, is it too much of a stretch to say we would have picked up maybe four more points in the games that he was out? So I'm thinking West Brom maybe we would have held onto to the lead and also Spurs maybe he would have been marking Gareth Bale. When Garfield scored uh, the header, is that too well, much? That I that too don't think plus, anyone, so? was
3: Mark, anyone was marking Garfield. <laughs> yeah, I think they thought no, but was, but they forgot he wasn't playing.
2: <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't know, do we? Um, I think uh, we got a good squad, and and everybody in in the squad we got uh, is capable of playing. But uh, obviously, with Donkey's qualities, uh, for me, he's he's an important player to us.
3: Mm. No, definitely. Um, and um, obviously, as well, um, with regards to sort of positionally as well I know maybe you can't give away too much I know I've already you know with uh, I, I doubt anyone from the Villa camp is listening but just in case they were I don't know how much, <laughs> how, how, how much you can give away but um, how, do you see us setting up differently at all um, against Villa like in terms of formations and stuff like that
2: that is completely down to the manager and obviously I can't uh...
3: Yeah, go into it. Too yeah. much about
2: <laughs> tactics and 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 so on. Um that,
5: Dan Byrne will be playing in goal. that'll, that'll be his skin <laughs> position that he's played for quite a
2: Maybe, yeah. We never know. He <laughs> wouldn't Potter would doing be... something like that, would you?
4: you? Just you never know. The guy just does whatever. <laughs> uh,
3: uh,
2: yeah, he's not, actually,
3: he's, c- he's not scared what? of making changes. That's what no, he
2: right.
3: certainly yeah. isn't. No, no, no. No, and 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 that's we've actually praised him. Um, uh, well, I personally praised him. I think it was last week or the week before. Where, um, yeah, I, I rate him a lot for making these big decisions. Like you know when yeah. he dropped um uh, Ryan, he um you know put, put certain people in different positions. You know putting Ben White in DM. Like he's not he's not afraid to do certain things, which I really respect. And I think a lot of managers. You know, you, look at the, the successful managers, you look at Pep, you look at Jurgen Klopp, all these managers, they make these big, big decisions in big games and that's yeah. what, you know, that's what makes them who they are, I suppose. So I've got- No, it's true. He
2: him. always, um, he looks for, for opportunities rather than, uh, the restriction and thinking, oh, do it, do it, do I really do this? I mean, obviously he spends a lot of time. There goes a lot of time and, and thought into, to what he's doing. It's not something he just does off the cuff, but, mm-hmm. um, but no, I respect him a lot for 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 doing things and 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 being bold enough to to take risk, uh, because it, eventually it's it's a risk sometimes when you when you make a big call, and sometimes yeah. it's easier just to go oh no maybe I just go safe, but yeah. no he's not like that he's not uh, he's very brave.
3: Yeah, I rate it a lot. No, that's class. Um, yeah. And um, another thing we did want to mention as well, um, with regards to just to fans and stuff, because as as we can all appreciate, we're all in lockdown at the moment. Um, no fans are allowed to attend any games, but apparently, well, there's very, very sort of high hopes that fans are going to be, uh, allowed to return to stadiums, um, before Christmas potentially, which is very soon, next which is a bit, which is a bit mental. To be I, can't see I it don't know how, ha- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how plausible <laughs> it is to be honest. Um, but Casper, how big of a difference has it been? You know, obviously you're there in the technical, you know, you're, you're there in the ground, uh, during games and stuff. And how, how mental has that been for you? Like not having fans and how much of they, do you miss fans being there? Or did you, you don't, you might not miss them at all.
2: No, no, I do. It's, 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 it's. It's crazy isn't it like i remember the first game back after lockdown against arsenal yeah. and you just couldn't believe it in a way it was mm. it was almost as it wasn't real like we were playing a friendly yeah. or when we know it's not a friendly it was a massive massive game for us yeah. um it's such a strange situation and, and feeling and but then when you look at like premier league highlights from 2018 or whatever and you see crowds there mm. you get the atmosphere and you know, I think we all, when we're watching football on telly, have you all got the crowd noises on?
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I turn no, I turn it off. I like listening to the players. really? I like listening to the players shouting and listening to oh, them talking. Oh no,
2: I can't. I need the crowd noises yeah, say, on. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're
5: used to you're used to hearing players talking in training, but I think it's that's what I look forward to being able to hear players talk to each other shouting or shout at or each or other. Mo- <laughs> we, yeah, we don't really hear that too
2: much. No, yeah. no, no. I can I, I take your point, but. No, I, I just we, we need the crowd, and I, yeah, I thought no, it was definitely. it was fantastic when we had the two and a half thousand against Chelsea in the friendly. Mm. Yeah, yeah, uh, brilliant! It was it was like it was a different game, and they were making so much noise. And
4: you almost probably felt like that was a bigger game than the Arsenal one, and one was a preseason friendly, one was a Premier <laughs> League. No, fix. I know, and, and but that's
2: that's we. It's definitely been highlighted now how much yeah. we miss having crowds yeah. at, at games uh do you think, and it's probably do you think the
5: lake sorry do you think the league table has been affected by having no fans because obviously the bigger teams are doing yeah. aren't doing as well i heard someone say that the top players are suffering because they want to play with the pressure of having the fans whereas smaller clubs are maybe a bit more relaxed and that's why they're doing better against the bigger teams is that is that right yeah
2: think- no yeah I, I think there is something about it um you got you got clubs uh, like a sheffield united who's uh fans? They got an incredible fan base, and and I think they that hurts them a little bit, like a, a Newcastle as well, maybe a Everton. Yeah. Um, but again, so also the big, the big, the big clubs. You know, it's it maybe it's not as as daunting or. Mm-hmm. The pressure's not there when you suddenly go to Anfield or yeah. or to yeah. to Man United or you have the players so, like
4: Salah and De Bruyne as well. Just the showmen, aren't they? At the end of the day, they want to perform on the biggest stages. So they probably, I mean, De Bruyne hasn't had the best of seasons so far, and he's been one of the best players in the league for the last three years. So. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. yeah possibly, as well as say
5: obviously, Etihad—they don't get—they don't really get many fans of the Etihad anyway. But <laughs> they're obviously, they're obviously <laughs> suffering with, with not playing to their fans. You have got such top players like De Bruyne, you mentioned. I think he—he he must be suffering not playing, not playing in front of fans and performing at the highest level that he wants to do.
2: I—I would find it very difficult. I, I never—I didn't enjoy friendlies because it's like, its nothing at stake really, and mm. it's. It's nice when you got fans out there. You got the pressure and and you got the noises, and so it's it's definitely there will be players that are suffering a lot from it. And I think there is clubs that are suffering from. Not no. I'm not talking financially because all clubs are suffering massively, and it's it's been uh, it's been terrible with yeah. the with this uh, with this COVID. But hopefully now we can see an end to the whole thing. Uh, I'm hearing rumors. I don't know if they're true that. Uh, this was my mate that said that the other day uh he's a big brighton fan as well and he said oh yeah no possibly you can get these tests done in the morning and then you got like a certificate yeah. that you can go into to really? the ground with i, I, I don't think, know I if think, it's think- it's true
3: I think it's like a five. yeah i believe it's like a five minute test so it literally tells you a result within five minutes of you oh, taking that's it. That's yeah true. <laughs> i think it's yeah i think it's done, done at football for like big events like football matches concerts that'd be great um, yeah. that sort of stuff as well yeah but yeah that, that is the rumor i've heard as well casper so your friend yeah your friend's sort of on the mark i think but i don't know yeah i don't know how far we are with it so i don't know if it's like gonna be introduced next week or whatever it might be a, you know a year away we don't know but yeah no that would be a definitely big thing yeah it would fans. be good
2: but up I, yeah. I definitely think we are we're coming towards the end now uh yeah. with, the, with the whole vaccine coming out and fingers crossed and yeah. yeah hopefully I miss not being too there long. as well
4: like you say the players miss it we all miss it as well like we're just yeah, yeah my saturdays are yeah, so weird course. now you just you just it's not fun you just think oh god i want to go to the game and <laughs> don't get me wrong i'm looking forward <laughs> to the games but i'm just like i could be there right now and i'm not and it's just really quite yeah uh, it's
2: going. not the same as the pre-match beers no, with the also. boys the Moretti <laughs> I love it
4: yeah <laughs> definitely definitely it in uh, the group <laughs> yeah.
2: no but obviously love, yeah love it's it's something that people probably have taken for granted for yeah for for years and and now That's suddenly
3: definitely... it's all been taken away and it's um mm. yeah it's not very nice no no, definitely, and then and then final thing before we let you go, Casper. Uh, like like we said, we've we really appreciated your time. Um, just just again going back to the Villa game. Um, how do you see it? Uh, again, you know, I'm not asking for tactics or anything like that. But how do you see the game panning out? Obviously, Villa are on incredible form. Um, at, at the moment with Jack Grealish especially, um, Watkins as well. You know, all these great players. They've got Ross Barkley. Um, yeah. how how do you see the game panning out, and how how do you see us maybe you know nullifying their threats?
2: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough game for us there's, there's no doubt about it with the qualities they got going forward um, uh, and the money they have spent has been yeah. uh, incredible um, but I th- it w- it would be really interesting to see us if we can go and dominate the ball and 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 hold on to the ball see what they're gonna do then uh, because I think we can do that and um, then it's some just, uh, whether we are gonna take our chances because we will create chances. There's no doubt about
4: yes. it.
3: Yeah, that's, that's funny. You should say that Cas because yeah, uh, we, have we talked about it a lot on the podcast, I think pretty much every week we've done the podcast, we've talked yeah. about it, um, we've, we've, um, you know, we struggled with taking our chances this year, is that something, um, <laughs> I know this sounds really bad now, but like, is that something you guys tra- like in, in training, do you work extra on like finishing and stuff or do, like, how does it work? How does it work? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, no that it's, may, it's
3: that might come across really bad but i, I didn't intend it to
2: like mm-hmm. we we work on on finishing uh, quite often and quite often it will be me and ben who will take the finishing session uh so we'll try what you're gonna <laughs> say you and up. ben were scoring the goals I Oh no! Like, no, no. Can, you, can you put your boots
4: back on please Bring yeah. Yeah. On no <laughs> no so so <laughs> within within
2: training there will be uh there will be shapes that the within training. So well, how do how would I would explain? It's like a tactical, but again, it would be running patterns. It would be with a finish, etc. And then after the session's finished, they will come over to me and, and Ben and either I'll take it up and ben, ben will take it, depending on uh, what we're doing with the other keepers because we've got four keepers at the minute. Um, and we'll set them up in the positions that they play. And that there'll be a little interlink and a finish. Or there'll be a, a ball in for the striker to finish first time from six to eight yards. So we try to vary it and, and try to make it as realistic as possible. So it's just not yeah. like the, the, the good old one where you just have the ball, play it in, yeah. guy will set it and a dead ball from 18 yards where the, the, the striker can just place it in the in the corner. So it needs to be realistic. It needs to be a good tempo and a nice flow to the session uh so yeah we we obviously something we've been working a lot <laughs> yeah. on but this is not just something that's happened now yeah. just because we're not the no, scoring goals but that's something we've always done Gosh. um I was gonna so say Graham trying... doesn't
5: give you a little nudge and go look Casper, these boys the confidence is a bit low in front of goal at the moment can you just let a few in in training <laughs> <laughs> get the confidence back up he hasn't said that to you no
2: it, it doesn't really work like that no, <laughs> no, no not. It. um <laughs> Uh, no, imagine if it. Did. You would no. you would let him in anyway, Casper.
5: You don't let an eight year old school. Yeah, against no, yeah. def- <laughs> definitely not. It's that,
3: that wouldn't happen. Not in my book. No, in
4: your Amazing. book, no. respect it. Amazing, respect
3: it. All right, well, yeah, I, I think unless the, anyone else has got anything to talk about, yeah, I think well, I think we're we're looking look forward good. to another
4: so, game, like, aren't we? That's,
0: that's what it is. Yeah, fingers crossed, back. Yeah, yeah, it's good, isn't
2: it? Like it's it's weird when you got these international breaks, and it's almost like. uh it's not the same, but it's not it's the, not, the no. Premier League's not on. No,
4: it's
3: not. No, no, definitely. Yeah, international break. It's one of those, I, I don't know if you've seen, you know, the, the Pablo Escobar sort of memes where he's just sitting on the swing and just wait, waiting, <laughs> patiently, <laughs> waiting patiently for the for the games to come back. That's, that's yeah, literally me right now. Literally us. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, no um, sure. honestly, Kasper, uh, we really, really appreciate your time. You've been a great, great guest. Um, so, thank you very much for coming on. Oh, um, but- we,
2: thank you for having me.
3: No worries okay. at all. Uh, you know, and you, you're welcome back anytime Casper. Yeah. Uh, especially during lockdown. Uh, you, Not a problem. If you want to chat.
5: <laughs> yeah. <always. laughs>
3: great. Amazing. Amazing. Great. All right. Well, uh, thank you very much. And of
4: course, also, um, let
5: let we... any of the other keepers know. Or any of the, uh, any of the other players, if they're interested in having a little chat, yeah. same we're
2: all brilliant.
4: <laughs> Shameless <laughs> yeah. plug there, Ben, but we'll take it. Shameless <laughs> plug. <Yeah. laughs> what about
2: Ben? You can get Ben Robertson maybe one time. That'd be brilliant. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. That'd be excellent. That'd, that'd be really good. Plus. I'll amazing. tell him to. Uh, to to start finding it finding some proper headphones not yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course um, as per usual please like comment and subscribe as well if you're watching on youtube it does really really help with the with the reach um and of course um yeah we'll see you next week for for another secret social